Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. Southerners love their breakfast, and that means they love their coffee. Today, we're going to talk coffee in the South. Some of the coastal places have their own take and flavor. So grab your favorite cup, and I'll meet you at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. I can't believe it's taken us this long to get to Southerners in their coffee because I love coffee. So it's really funny, but this was actually somebody's recommendation of a subject yes. that travels a lot in the South. And I said, hey, let me know if you've got any ideas of topics. You know, I know you travel a lot. right? And this guy said, have you done one on coffee in the South? And I was like, no, that's so funny. Yeah. So we're going to talk in, a little later in the episode about some specific roasted uh, varieties of coffee, yeah. but just culturally, this is a huge piece of culture. Because we eat breakfast in a hearty way in the South, yes. I would say. I, I would, yes. Southern breakfast being a very important part and hospitality. Right. So coffee, tea. I think that, yeah. you know, we talk a lot about hospitality on this podcast and it is uh, itself a huge part of Southern culture, but like the breaking of bread and serving a meal, but then also serving Dessert coffee or, yeah. to your guest is a huge piece of hospitality. It's comforting. It's easy. It's yeah. so easy. Yeah. yeah. It does not need to be complicated. It works as a standalone. You can just Absolutely. come over for coffee or That's you can right. have, so you could just serve coffee. You don't even have to have nibbles with it. You can bonus points if you do, <laughs> but it can be served in the morning afternoon Afternoon. I'm not an evening coffee drinker very much but some people are I would definitely say if you're going to serve coffee anytime after 2 p.m have a decaf option for those of us that are highly affected by caffeine (laughs) but it is a staple to life in the south I think you even see it in the growth of coffee shops here I was cracking up because I wrote out my notes for this episode while sitting in a coffee shop oh, okay and I had three great coffee shops to choose from in a one mile radius wow and that was not even counting the two Starbucks that are in that same one okay. mile that's a lot of that's concentrated lot. you know and that's probably shops. not even including 
restaurants that have coffee that aren't coffee shops. Exactly. I mean, because yes. pretty much every restaurant. Yeah. Though I do have a funny story. Okay. <laughs> I went to a coffee shop in Nashville at circa three o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Meeting a mutual friend of ours. And I walk, and I'd never been in this coffee shop. So, you know, it takes me a little minute to look at the menu. What are, what are my choices here? And I really just wanted to put a little cream and sugar in just a cup of coffee. Brewed coffee. I didn't need yes. a macchiato yes. or a... No espresso based, just right. coffee. I'm sorry, we don't brew coffee. Stop. Um, I, I think that we stopped brewing coffee at two or something. I can't remember. Now, this coffee shop, it is, is open. It's a coffee shop. But I guess most people get the fancy things. That is And hilarious. so I literally said to the guy, so you're telling me I'm in a coffee shop, but I can't get a cup of regular coffee. And he just laughed like, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Yep. Wow. So sometimes we get too fancy for our well, own good. Well, for like, sure. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I especially crack up when I think about like the old men that are gathered around in gas stations having a cup of coffee once a week together or I mean our our dad would much rather have a coffee from McDonald's than oh for sure and that's twofold he doesn't want to pay four dollars it's a price thing for sure but But he likes the coffee at McDonald's he also doesn't why would he yeah steer away from that yeah because I've been in coffee shops with our dad and loving my drink it's some sort of you know fancy latte dad you would love this taste it it has cinnamon in it or something that i know he loves no he wants just really not really so i started drinking coffee in college as is the case well okay i was gonna say i feel like this is probably a lot of people's story and it was mostly a crossover from hot chocolate into i started with cafe mocha (laughs) okay which had chocolate syrup at the bottom that's you know so it's in the in the drink but it's espresso based so you know it gave it you, a li- you get your study on gave a little caffeine jolt but it was still kind of just a glorified hot chocolate because they would put whipped cream on it oh, i i so got fun. it at the barnes and noble that i would go to often because it had a built-in cafe okay so i wasn't even in a true coffee shop at this point yeah coffee shops really weren't much of a thing in no college no yet when i was there so I, yeah i do remember thinking wow People go to Panera Bread to study because that was the closest thing to a coffee house we really had. We did have one on campus called the Golden Roast, which was an authentic coffee house, and it played jazz music, and it was just fabulous. But I didn't really want to study there. I just wanted to hang out with friends there. So, yeah, I would say as studies became later in the night. Right. And you needed that jolt. Subject matters became less interesting in trying to fulfill courses. Then I was kind of really just looking more for caffeine and I didn't need all the whipped cream. Sweet and yeah. So then I kind of graduated to like cream and sugar. And I don't remember how much I did, but. That's where I started. Like I don't remember ever drinking lattes or okay okay so you just did cream and sugar to begin with yeah in college yeah I mean maybe even those which I don't like now flavored creamers you don't like flavored creamers anymore well I mean there's a couple of them that I like this is shocking and newsworthy to me no I can taste the chemicals oh okay so I mostly like makes sense half and half and so we're talking like coffee mate yeah like there's a couple of them I can do um, but yeah. for the most part, yeah, a lot of those that is 
caramel this or yes, seasonal things or mocha. Fun. Yeah. Okay. I can kind of. I don't okay. Know, taste yeah. the chemicals or something. I don't know. Interesting. Well, so over the years, I have lessened my cream and sugar into. I'm straight up you black straight up coffee black. now, which is just how I absolutely love it. And I would say I'll take hot tea as well. Oh, me too. Depends. But if I'm given on the day, on the, the... if I'm given the choice, I'm always gonna opt for coffee. Yeah, that's it's, where I'm, I'm at. A coffee in the morning, unless I'm sick, and then I might want. Yeah, tea or yeah. something. But if I'm just a normal morning, I want coffee. That's true. For healing properties, I always switch over to tea. To tea. Yes. But in, if it's, you know, a winter evening, I love a tea. tea. Yeah, that's so true. So I love evening, it. I'm probably more tea. I love it when you go to restaurants like a Waffle House or a Cracker Barrel <laughs> and the... Bottomless, too. The waitress... You know, like you could be just three sips in. Can I top you off? Right. Can I warm you up? And you know, it's because just they want know you want it hot. They know you want it hot, but it's harder to keep track of how many cups you've, you've had, had or how much you've so actually true. consumed them. And let me just say another thing that literally just came in my mind: the cup matters that oh, you drink out of for sure. Like I see so many cute cutesy cups, but they're real big, like the friends coffee cups yeah. that became so popular with the that is show. too big because your coffee's cold five sips in but do you remember how popular those were from the show friends oh yeah at central perk where oh, they yeah. sat on the show for three-fourths of their time it seemed like their coffee they paid cups, their new york rent right anyway they were so big and that yeah. got so popular you know green with white polka dots just like so, they had on the so show funny so impractical you're right smaller so cups. i'm like a small cup that fits well in my hand yeah. and yeah 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 and waffle house and places like that their cups are usually not real big Yes. So your coffee is nice and hot. Yeah. They know. And a lot of china sets have smaller cups. Yes. Sometimes they're wider, so it is still getting pretty cool fast. But for the most part, most china sets have real small Smaller. coffee right. teacups. Well, when I think of like a city that has a coffee culture, I think of like the northwest cold rainy oh, cities for sure. of Seattle and for Portland. Sure. Right? Yes. I'm, yes. But apparently, according to Lonely Planet, okay. I found an article that was five southeast cities with a strong coffee culture. So maybe oh. we can link to the article in the show notes. Okay. But do you have any guesses on what cities might be? Uh, so this is all across the south? Southeast. Southeast. Is- I feel like it's going to be only big cities because that's going to have an influx of people from other places. I guess it depends on your definition of big. Some are bigger than others. Do you want me just to tell you? Atlanta. Does Atlanta have yes. a strong? Okay. It's according to them, Atlanta. Raleigh. No. Durham. Close enough. Durham. Raleigh, Durham. <laughs> that's I, that rolls off my tongue. Okay. Uh, what else is on the list? Nashville. I know. I never want to say Nashville because I feel I like I, it's a it was in there cheating for me to know my Chattanooga, own city. Tennessee got two. Now that's interesting. And Tampa, Florida. Okay. So of the five, two were were Tennessee. I thought that's that was really funny. interesting. And Atlanta, yeah. But well, I would say as a host, so we always just love to give y'all some practical things. Have on hand some creamer options. Even yes. like I myself don't. I need. I'm 
sort of preaching this to myself. Since I drink it black, I don't have creamer options. I'm surprised. I was surprised to hear you say you didn't like those others because I always am disappointed when I want to serve you coffee at my house. I'm like, I don't have any flavored creamers no, that I'm sure she loves. Half and half. So, but also, if you want to go really the extra mile, have a dairy and a non dairy. Yeah. Now, option. See, now, I love some soy milk and uh-huh. almond milk. Um, creamer and oat milk those are great oat milk makes for a good creamer in coffee so yeah just having a couple of options most people have sugar in their pantry so I don't feel like that's something that you need to necessarily be on the lookout for yeah if you're having people over and serving coffee I love this little set I got as a wedding gift it's so cute it's from Pottery Barn (laughs) and it has a saucer for the cream and a little um thing for the honey with the little wooden what are those called? Little wooden spool kind of thing, but right? That help it for the honey, come and then out. one little sugar with the cutest little sugar spoon, you know, for dispensing. So, so but, cute. You know, Costco sells those um, creamers. They don't just have to. They're not the flavor. Well, they might have the flavor, but individual, and they don't have to be refrigerated, do they? They don't have to be refrigerated, which is so unusual to me. Yeah, I'm sure they right. have an expiration, but I think it's pretty lengthy. It's like I would look at that like evaporated milk. It's not evaporated milk, what you're talking about, but like in the same and way. So for instance, um, our friend Diana, she often would host Bible studies okay. and I don't think she drinks creamer. Okay. So she would buy that. That's smart. And that way it's, it's not, not always going bad in yeah. the refrigerator because she doesn't drink it. That's and so she can just smart. grab some, throw those in a bowl and that's so keep smart. that out. So that's a nice tip if you're hosting I should do and that. don't use it. I should do that. I could put that in the pantry next to all the gummy bears and peanut butter crackers <laughs> gummy bears. that we oh, Well I not gummy bears. Um fruit oh, snacks. vitamins. Oh, no fruit okay. snacks. We've got fruit snacks we've bought in bulk for lunches. My favorite thing though, is after a delicious meal out at a restaurant to linger at the table and have a French pressed (sighs) cup of coffee that's super hot, let my food digest, enjoy the company I'm with. I think I actually learned this pretty well studying abroad, not in the South, in Spain and all over Europe that does coffee coffee culture. well. Yeah. We have a lot we could learn from them, but they definitely know how to make the, make it an experience. There is no rush of checks or payment for your meal. In fact, they laugh about that. Yeah. You know, being here. Yeah. That we're so yeah quick to get to something, the next thing. So they've definitely perfected the art of not being in a hurry at their table. And But yeah, I just love having coffee after at a meal. At the end of a nice meal. Even if I'm not having dessert, honestly. I mean, it goes really well with dessert. In fact, I wonder if I should say a couple of things that... I jotted down that I think go best oh, do with it. coffee. Ooh, I, I didn't think of this. I found a fun article that is called Best Southern Foods to Eat with Coffee. That's hilarious. Okay. I mean, and it's all over the place because it was... Well, even for breakfast, I do love coffee if I'm having a sweet something, like a donut or a scone. Yes. I think coffee's so good with It is. It's like the bitter and the sweet. So buttermilk biscuits... Okay. Beignets. Come on with it. We're going to be talking about New Orleans here in a second. donut, too. Yeah. Coffee cake. Yes. Any breakfast, any Southern breakfast, though, you know, eggs, bacon, you know, whatever you think of as a large Southern breakfast. And then my favorite, pound cake. (laughs) 
Okay. I love so good. pound cake I have and some coffee. news that I just saw yesterday. I oh, don't gosh. know if you've seen this yet. Okay, no, you, probably you not. You said coffee cake and pound cake, so I'm just going to mention this. White Lily uh-huh. has come out with, I believe it's five cake mixes. Really? This is brand new. And, you know, they just do baking so well. So Their well. flowers so yummy. So they have um, a pound cake, a lemon pound cake, a oh coffee cake. I can't remember the other two. There was like five choices. And um, I'm not eating sweets right now. And this I'm is sorry. just devilish. They're brand new um, <laughs> cake mixes. So we love White Lily. We'll that's have so to, good. Those would be so good with coffee. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing, there again, we like giving y'all hospitality tips. You could keep on hand, and I bet you all you add is milk and eggs or something along true, those lines. True, So that if somebody is coming and you're not ready, yeah, you could at least quickly put yeah. together a coffee cake or yeah. a pound cake. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Chess pie. <gasps> Come on with it. I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm still kind of on Southern Foods, but I'm going to, I'm just going to link to the article and y'all can read some other Southern oh. foods that go really well with coffee. Well, there's a couple of places in the South that have their own kind of twist in coffee. Oh, yeah. Let's Should go we go there? It. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if you've ever been to New Orleans, there's a famous place there for beignets and coffee called Café du Monde. Yes. That was the first place I had ever even heard of chicory coffee. Yes. The first, yeah, the first beignet I'd ever tasted was there. And that was, yes. And so, but apparently chicory is a popular ingredient, like a mixture in coffee, in yeah. New Orleans. Yes. And so I even kind of wanted to talk about the why of that. Go for it. So apparently it's unclear as to exactly when and why okay. chicory started being put in coffee, but it became particularly popular in 19th century France after Napoleon initiated the Continental Blockade. This trade blockade caused a major coffee shortage in France there at that time. And so to make their coffee supplies stretch, the French began roasting, grinding, and mixing chicory root in with their coffee. Interesting. But I'm still always taken with... Mother, um, you know, how they say... Necessity. Necessity is the mother of invention. It is. But why, I've always like, why chicory? Why not, you know... The peelings of a sweet potato or, I mean, you know, like just. (laughs) How did they know? How did they know? Well, that's a good question. I don't have that answer. But maybe just it was already being roasted and ground because they were thinking, oh, this is similar. It is. Let's put some in. It is sort of, I mean, I think like kind of like a carrot. So apparently, yes, it's kind of similar to a sugar beet. Okay. And so the root is pulled from the ground with specialized equipment and cut into small pieces. Yep, yep. And then kiln dried. Okay. Roasted and ground and fired. Okay. So uh, there you have it. I guess that process was already happening and then they thought this could make our coffee go further. Okay. But it also has some amazing healing benefits Mm, chicory does so just quickly here's a few things i read it's used um against pulmonary consumption and jaundice and liver enlargement 
it's a used as a laxative because it works without irritation. Wow. Increases bile production, moderates a rapid heart rate, lowers cholesterol. I mean, these are great so, benefits. A lot of doctors do say, in moderation, of course, that coffee can be good for can you. Can be good for you. Well, this, well, this sounds like sounds even better. Real good for you. Yeah. So, yeah. And I believe, you know, what you see in New Orleans is a mixture. It's not just mm-hmm. chicory, not just coffee. It's chicory coffee. Yes. Where it's kind of a mix of yes. both. And I would say even, I mean, the Cafe Du Monde is the brand to get. I would feel like I, that's the only one I've ever had. That you was know, chicory. I've that, bought it before that's, too. That's on grocery sh- store shelves. Don't know how wide their distribution yeah. is, but they themselves make their own coffee. Well, I thought that made sense that this would come out of France, being that you see it in New Orleans because there's mm-hmm. so much French influence. But apparently, it wasn't until the American Civil War that coffee and chicory became popular here. Mm-hmm. There again, same thing. We don't have enough coffee, so what the can Union we do? Naval blockades cut off the port of New Orleans and one of the largest importers of coffee, you know, at the time. Yeah. And so those desperate. People down there in Louisiana said, hey, we know what to do. That's so great. Our, our ancestors had to do this before. We'll stretch our supply by adding chicory back in. So there you have it. And now we've got this wonderful brew that we can get health benefits from. So yeah, I that's just, so fun. Uh, that's a Southern yep. specific thing. Ray Thompson, who wrote daily for years for the Biloxi Daily Herald, stated, the charm of chicory is the bold distinctly different taste which it gives a coffee a taste which first annoys (laughs) then tempts and finally turns you into one of those ardent devotees who think pure coffee is dishwater oh my gosh that's funny (laughs) that was isn't that the way it is with something that's different like at first you're kind of like well coffee in general to me yeah i remember as a little kid you know you your parents would drink coffee and let me try it and it's like oh "Oh, this is disgusting yes yes because you just don't have a taste for it yet and then there's another one there is so again this is another thing that came out of um kind of tragedy i guess you could say down in miami you will see a strong cuban influence sure on food in general yes but that includes coffee yes um they're in 1959, there was a Cuban revolution. Oh, okay. That kickstarted kind of a huge migration of people coming into the United States. And because the climate was similar and it was close and there was a Latino Spanish speaking population, they were like, we like it here. We like Miami. Yes. You know, so that makes sense. Well, um, those who lived under Castro's rule had experienced a they call it a nationalization of food when there's like food rations Oh, and coffee. You could only get, I believe, what did I read? Four ounces of coffee a month. That's nothing. So to make the small amount last as long as possible, they added toasted chickpeas to ground coffee. Okay. And the serving size were kept really small. Okay. So those things again came out of that. Was wow. the reasoning, and this became their coffee preparation that you still see yep. in Miami. And there's three particular drinks that are really popular 
in that area that I just thought I would mention yeah, quickly. Yeah. So, and I hope I pronounced them right. The Colada, or it's also known as a Cafe Cubano, Cub- Cubano, okay. or Cuban expre- Espresso. It's a strong and sweet drink consisting of dark roasted double espresso, plenty of sugar, and espumita topping. I don't oh, know what that is. Okay. Unless, I, don't I don't know. Either. It's a really small. Yeah. Yeah. Serving. Yes. Um, intense and you know the bitterness is kind of balanced with the sugar so that's one of their popular drinks a cortadito I hope I'm saying that right it means small cut um, is made with half coffee and half milk and resembles a macchiato okay as far as that amount of milk that's in it the milk can be replaced with evaporated milk okay and our mom would like that. She would probably like this. It makes it thicker and more intense. And also sometimes condensed milk is used like for sweetened? a more dessert like mm. beverage, which that's how I've heard of Cuban mm-hmm. coffee is where they put the condensed sweet yes, condensed milk yes. in there. And then there's a cafe con leche, which translates to coffee with, with milk. milk. Yes. And it differs from those other two it's more like a cappuccino it's steamed milk instead of milk froth okay so those are just a few things that cracks me up so much hearing you say cafe con leche because I feel like that was all I knew and was comfortable ordering in Spain and I always got something different oh that's like I never really because everybody makes things their own way yes and so I was like well so this one makes There's it... There's no reason to even try and learn the other words here, because I'll... I'll get something different. Cafe Con Leche is producing different things oh everywhere I go. No, that's funny. <laughs> well, that's some of the things you might see in Miami, which I know it's questionable if we even re- truly call that the South, but it is in the regional. It's in the region. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and I was, I was cracking up as I was even doing some notes for this to this discussion because if you come to Franklin where we live and are on the lookout for celebrities or artists coffee shops are their offices and that is the place that is so to funny. see a celebrity <laughs> if you're looking for just a general spot it's not on Broadway in our honky tonks no it's at coffee shops here in Franklin I've spotted Keith Urban and Nicole, Nicole Kidman, Kidman separately, in a coffee sh- right? separately together? and together. together. That was at a Starbucks. Countless Christian artists, many speakers. Oh, and yeah. Just public figures yeah. that I know. Christian speakers. They don't have offices. Kinds. Their office is the local coffee shop. Wherever so that's where they take their meetings. So, so if it's a weekday, hey, be on the lookout. Hang. That's a great place to see a celebrity. I also thought it was fun uh, just to even think about this time of year. One other food that's fun to consume with coffee is king cake. Oh, yes. We're we're almost to the end of where uh, those that are partaking of king cake. We did an episode eating it, but uh, Mardi Gras where we talked a lot about the king cake and the baby inside and why and all of that. Sort of from... The epiphany that many celebrate in January all the way through Mardi Gras, you're going to see bakeries, especially in New Orleans, producing that cinnamon yummy cake yes, that is the, the pretty, cake. pretty colors on top. Well, 
I would just say in closing, if you'd like to try some coffee brewed in the South, I know we didn't go into any list of roasters all across the South, but if you want to get some Southern coffee mailed to you, I found a great article from Gardening Gun that has some lists of the top places that will roast and mail that they, they oh, ship. Cool, yeah. And so I'll put those in the show notes. But don't think that's how that's what us Southerners exclusively we're drink. Probably we're probably just... we're Folgers lovers <laughs> as well down here. I love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I love Dunkin' Donuts uh, coffee too. Yeah, I don't just exclusively purchase the Southern roasters. So, but if that's something of interest to you. I'll put that link in the show notes That's as well. Fun. Well, how fun. Well, now I've, now I'm craving sweets and coffee. So I'm sure many of you listening have wanted to turn turn your car around from your commute and wish that you'd grabbed a second cup. But hopefully that was a fun discussion for you. And until next time, Lainey, peace be with you. And also with y'all. <laughs>